Hey guys, my name is Nora Franch and welcome to the podcast, Grateful Blessed Mess, daily reflections for those in the 12 steps. I am a fellow 12-stepper and certified mindset coach, and I am here to introduce you to the value of mindset coaching in your 12-step journey. So if you feel like you are stuck in the steps, if you're slipping and sliding with your abstinence, mindset coaching may help you as it did me, and you can find me at catholicmindsetcoaching.com. These episodes are meant to invite you in to consider the truths of 12-step wisdom and to join in the very real struggle of living them in action. I hope that it feels almost like a mini meeting, and I invite you to contribute your own share on the Grateful Blessedness Facebook group to keep the discussion going. My comments are based on my own experience, so feel free to take what you like and leave the rest. But my hope is to encourage you on your own daily 12-step journey. As they say, you cannot stay clean on yesterday's shower. So without further ado, let's begin. Hey guys, you are going to maybe laugh at me for this, but usually I just flip to a page and I pick one and I read it and I'm tired today. And so the first one I turned to was really long. And so I found one that was much shorter <laughs> to read to you guys today. So here we go. I'm sure I will find more energy as we go. We are reading from Voices of Recovery, page 37, the quote from February 6th. Don't allow yourself to either think or talk about any real or imagined pleasure you once got from certain foods. And that is from Before You Take That First Compulsive Bite, Remember. And the reflection is as follows. I enlarged this pamphlet and cut it into pieces. Each piece of paper had one suggestion on it. I put them up, one at a time, in a corner of my bathroom mirror and read them over and over until they became recorded in my mind. After 11 years of, count of contented abstinence, I'm still using those suggestions, especially the one about not allowing myself to think about how a certain food might taste. It still works to keep food thoughts from getting into my mind and developing into obsessions. So there we go. What do you think about that? What do you think? To not allow yourself to either think or talk about any real or imagined pleasure you once got from certain foods. All right. So the overeater in me is going to come out here. <clears throat> this is something that seemed, you know, a little excessive, a little over the top. Like, like okay, chill. Like, we can talk about these things. <laughs> but it's something I implemented anyway because I was taking the wisdom from other people and I catch myself still thinking about this suggestion from time to time when things come up. And you, I mean, some people might say it's excessive. You might be fine, you know, commenting, laughing about certain things, the effect it has on your body. But I really do think that even though it might not hurt you one time, it might plant a seedy thought another time. And that's just not a risk I want to take. I just, I care more about abstinence now than I do about loopholes. Ah, I don't think I've ever said it that way before, but I do. Like, I really mean that. I'm so angry at the disease. I'm so sick of what it's taken from me and what I've become in its clutches and what I've given it 
that I am just done playing with fire. Because even if I don't get scorched, I'll probably still get burned. And even if I don't get burned, I'll probably still get singed. And I just don't want to hurt myself anymore. I really mean that. And so I don't know what it is for you. You know, lots of times I go to thinking of just chatter in the office when people are talking about certain things. And I've started to just stay quiet when they talk about those certain things. And I think the result of that is I end up saving myself a lot of mental energy, a lot of distracting conversation, and then just that mind-wandering thing that happens after we do those things. Or all of a sudden, late in their day, we're like, why do I why do I want that thing? And it's like, oh, because I actually like intellectually indulged in it, you know, a couple hours ago. Um, that happens. Our minds are stupid. They they remember things. They things brew and ruminate even while we're not actively thinking about them. You people say that the disease is doing push-ups even while I'm in recovery, and as a way to remember that you need to stay on top of things that you can't you know, rest on your laurels, as they say, or I was going to say sit on your haunches. (laughs) I don't think that's a thing. But, um, but they say that because truly, I mean, you don't know what you're messing with. You don't know, you know, maybe it's fire or maybe next time it's going to be like fire with a bottle of alcohol thrown in and it goes boom. (laughs) And you just have to decide it really. And I think that decision is really only comes from like your higher power moving and working in your life that you're over it. Because so many times I, I, you know, put the plug in the jug. I was just like, it's it. I'm never doing this again. I'm over it. I'm done. Um, And then I do it again. And so if that's you, like there's, there's nothing weird or wrong with you. You're not a failure. I mean, maybe in that moment you failed to follow through, but you're not a failure at like, that is not an identity label for you. You are simply a human being who hasn't gotten to the point yet in your spiritual journey of being able to commit to what you say. And the only way to do that is to keep trying to keep trying again and again and again and to find role models who actually stick to their word because that will that will stir up a desire in you to do the same all right guys that's it for today with that i pass Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you feel that mindset coaching could help you on your 12-step journey, please feel free to reach out and find me at catholicmindsetcoaching.com. But more than that, it's important to me to give listeners like yourself a place where you do not need to feel alone on your 12-step journey. And for that reason, I've created a Facebook group. It's called Grateful Blessed Mess. And it's a place where listeners can go to add their own commentary on the share for the day in addition to my own. And for us just to have a conversation or start a back and forth where people can find support in their 12-step journey. This is not a replacement for 12-step work. This is something outside of the 12 steps. It is simply something that has a heart for the 12 steps and those who are in it. And so welcome. 
if you are here, chances are you may also be a bit of a mess. And I hope that you can learn to find some gratitude in the blessings that have come from your messes.